What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm J-Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and rounding up HS 1984 Season 9, Episode 9. This is the season finale, and it's called Final Girl. And don't forget to stick around for the ending of the podcast, because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments of the finale, our MVPs, our LVPs, our best lines. So be sure to stick around for that. And we also have a contest going on right now for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and pop socket. To enter, all you need to do is rate and comment on our iTunes page, and you'll be entered in the draw. The contest ends December 11th, where we will be drawing one lucky wiener and as always to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones thank you for joining us don't forget to like comment and subscribe to the channel let's get into the episode y'all the finale so the finale what did you think give me your overall feelings overall feelings i loved it i cried i cried yeah so any finale (laughs) that can give me that feeling and you know move me in that way um i appreciate and i i loved it i think I don't know if it all wrapped up perfectly. Like, I won't give it that. But I, I did like... I enjoyed it. Yeah. I I will agree with you. It was definitely a great episode. A great finale. Um, I think for the most part, you're right. Like, I think that, like, 90% of it got wrapped up. Um, a lot of it is kind of left to what would happen in the future. Like, let's say, like, for Margaret, for example. Like, you don't... You just assume that she's going to be tortured by the ghost for the rest of her life or whatever. But um, I think they did a good job. There were some holes that I think they had to cover up along the way, which I always find quite interesting because these seasons are so short. I always feel like everything should have like a purpose and everything should have like a reason. I think that they veered off a few times this season, but I do love the way that it ended. I think that... um, considering like the story of 1984 the way that like the message at the very end was really was really heartwarming and was very um it made me feel nostalgic when i like left the show if that makes any sense yeah there was a part of me that when i was watching it 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 took me back to sort of back to the future kind of like that kind of theme um, and then I had to Google it quickly to see like if it was produced in 1984, but it was actually 1985. So I was like, okay, there's okay. maybe it's not like a direct connection there, but kind of like that vibe of like because it obviously does start in the in 2019, yeah, and seeing kind of the connections over the decades from the families. Right. But honestly, overall, I think for me at the end of this finale, it felt like this was a story about jingles and like yeah. how do you move on from like trauma how do you like change your path your destiny yeah it sort of felt like his show because it ends off with his son and like his mom lily rape was in it too and like you know i was almost like wow i never expected it to go this way into his story each like and that's the thing like it's a good that's a really good point because i think that you know every season obviously has a theme this was 1984 and we were asking ourselves the entire time What's the purpose? Is it just because it's the 1980s? But I think you're absolutely right. I think it's the story of moving forward from something that um, kind of sticks with you. And whether it's the 80s for people just on a general level, like loving the 80s. And I love that in 2019, yeah. you know, like Finn Wittrock's character, Bobby, even says like the 80s are making a comeback. Um so I think it's that whole feeling of like what you leave behind, but what kind of carries on with you. Because I know mm-hmm. a lot of people who were born in the 80s. I know we were like you and I were both 
kind of like late 80s so we don't really remember the 80s but there were some kids that we know and I know a lot of people who you know they're like in love with the 80s like a lot of the things that they do um I, I have a friend who has a band that you know does 80s synth pop music like it's just like what you kind of carry to like your life now and how hugely something in your past affects you um and it definitely had that theme like your to your point it was definitely jingles the story was really strong but i will also say that you know brooke and donna's story and even seeing how brooke you know that conversation that they have at the very end um is really powerful her saying that you know how no matter how far you get away from something it's always going to be stuck with you and no matter how hard you Mm -hmm. try it's always going to linger so I think that we all kind of can speak to that experience as people. And uh, it was a really beautiful ending to a, uh, you know, kind of crazy season. Very but crazy. I think that yeah. it all, it definitely all wrapped up in a beautiful way. So I was really proud of it at the end of it all. So just to touch up on some points, I know that we normally just kind of do a quick summary, but I did want to cover off kind of like how it kind of goes down just because. It's the finale, but also it was a different way of storytelling this episode where they do flashbacks to tell the story of what happens on that day. Yeah, so they um, kind of use Finn Whitrock's character and we see him right at the beginning and we kind of knew that he was going to play um, Ben Bobby. Bobby, yeah, which is Jingles' yeah. son. Um, and it's sort of the story gets told through him. Um, which Through I didn't him, but like, mind as also much. Like, like, yeah, it was kind of cute. And also, it's almost like he uh, he kind of starts his story by going back to Camp Redwood um, or going to Camp Redwood for the first time. But then you learn things about him along the way. But you also learn from the people that he bumps into. The first people that he bumps into are Montana and Trevor. He sees Montana first, and I love their interaction. Um, you know, him holding his phone and realizing that he has no service. And then, you know, she kind of just appears out of nowhere and it's like, yo, that's groovy. What dad? Like, she just like, you know, comes back in as that character in 2019. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, she's literally been here for the past like 25 years, just like living her best life. And um, she tells a story about how, you know, after what happened at the concert. So you obviously know that either something happened or something didn't happen there. Mm-hmm. Um because it's kind of all left in shambles like it's it looks like uh no one kind of arrived there but at the same time like all the camp poster like you know the concert posters are still up when he's walking around so she alludes to the fact that something happened um and then she says that like no one arrived after he uh you know after that whole incident and um then he kind of follows her and then that's when he meets trevor and then he realizes that they're ghosts and they Um, you know they give they kind of show him by killing themselves but I thought it was really really cool what did you think of how they introduced her I loved it and I love the connection that they made right in that moment between like her the 80s and him as like a 2019 like millennial um yeah like like you have in your notes you're like she asks like who's the president and I was (laughs) totally waiting for like this big Trump joke and then like it never happened (laughs) So I was like, okay, but like, like watch season six, like it's so yeah. Uh, no, I I really liked it. I think the writing in this finale was amazing. Like there were yeah. so many best lines I wanted to choose. Um, mm-hmm. I just I couldn't choose them all, but yeah, I I, I loved it. 
yeah, so then he meets Trevor, and then you do learn later that Finn has been getting, like, pay- checks. So yeah. he thinks that it's his dad who went missing, and that's when they break it down and say, like, sorry, bro, like, yeah. but, like, your dad died. Like, he died here, so it wasn't him bringing the checks. He died so- here, and, like, he died, like, and he dipped. Like, we don't even know he where he dipped. is anymore. So he's yeah. either moved on into, like, heaven, or, like, he's just, he's not here anymore. He's gone or he's like hiding himself or something. So um, which I kind of love the fact that they said that, you know, he got these checks from people because it kind of led him to continue his story to not only find his dad, but to find the person who's been supporting him all of his life. Yeah. So that's kind of what allowed him to see all these other characters. Um, so as Montana is telling the story, she breaks down what happened that night. And it was kind of amazing. Like, sorry, just quickly, like it was amazing to see how much montana loved him like she's like oh my god your jingles oh is my- son like oh yeah. my god like like they all loved him like as if she he was, was like so their own son and it was this yeah. amazing relationship and i was like oh my god like the bonds that they formed in the afterlife here on on these grounds like it's such a beautiful thing that like they literally became a family for sure you know and even to hear her story as she talks later on like when she has that like aha moment yeah. when she sees Brooke and she's like I had to learn to let yeah. go of all the pain I was like this is amazing like she learned to become a better ghost um so yeah so it just cuts back to 1989 right before the concert and Margaret's just going on a rampage she kills her assistant Courtney um and then she finds out that Trevor's turning people away so they don't go to the concert so she he like parks a bus in front of the of Redwood and everybody keeps getting turned away so she shoots him but then she says that um he's off like the the ground so he's not going to come back and this is when Brooke kind of randomly steps in and helps him over the border because Montana can't get to him, obviously. And they and then he dies in her arms and then he comes back to life as a ghost. Um, not to life. He comes back as a ghost. And um, then Brooke and her, even though they don't like hug it out, like you don't get this like sister sister moment. Um, they do have an opportunity to say what they need to say to each other, which is basically Mm -hmm. Montana's like, what the fuck are you doing here? But then Brooke is like, I'll never be like you. So like, I'm just going to peace out. Yeah. And that was enough for Margaret or Montana to say like, I need to let go of the past. I thought I hated her, but clearly that's not what it's about. And it made her a better person or a better ghost. Mm -hmm. So it, it was this amazing story for Montana. Like, you know, you, you leave her off last episode thinking that she's like this angry, spiteful, uh, frustrated ghost. And then she turns into this like really happy person. And in 2019, you see that she's continued to be happy, which mm-hmm. is amazing. And that she so, found love too. Like that's a huge yeah. thing. I love how right. she was like, she's like, don't take the best dick that I ever know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch that? I died. No, I didn't catch that. I think when she was like gonna kill, like she wasn't sure if like Brooke was gonna bring his body over. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, don't take it's away like, the, the best dick I've ever had. <laughs> I died. So cute. Um, yeah, so then she proceeds to talk about each of the killers because she's like, we had to start get rid- getting rid of the people that were there. So um, it shows Trevor killing Bruce. So 
what a waste character. Yeah, such a waste character. Like, waste is, like, not even the right word. It's, like, whatever's beyond waste. He was such a we shit We just didn't character. need him. I didn't... Like, he wasn't funny. Nothing. Yeah. There was nothing about him that was necessary to Except the story. Except for him being, like, the common thing between Brooke and Rita. Like, that was kind of cool. That was, and if his yeah. story ended there, I would have been fine with it. I didn't need this whole extra bit with him and, like, Ramirez. Agreed. I was like, he didn't have to come to the camp. He didn't yeah. have to be annoying. So, whatever. So, Trevor kills him, and then he, like, kicks him off the grounds, and then they go after Ramirez. And Ramirez is the big one that they had the biggest issue with because um, because he has these sat- satanic powers, he keeps coming back to life. So, um, they end up resolving that, you know, now, from now until forever... They're going to keep killing Ramirez on the grounds, making sure that he doesn't leave to kill Bobby. But then at the same time, like they have to stay on watch with him every single night, um, making sure that mm-hmm. he comes back to life. And then they that have to was kill him again. Cool. That was kind of cool. And um, not that I can speak for any of the families of the victims of Ramirez is like real murders. But I feel like that is like the scenario that they put you into is totally like a scenario that when, you know, like touch wood, obviously, like this is all fake and I don't want to like bring it into reality. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, if ever anything were to happen, that was that that scenario, I'd be like, fucking right. I would kill you over and over again. It's like the ultimate punishment. 100 percent so they kind of get this amazing release of their anger and you know they they say like you know even montana says she's like this is what you get for killing like innocent kids and old ladies like you sick bastard Mm -hmm. and you know she kind of um you know does it i feel almost for the victims of ramirez's real you know the real victims it was really it was and it was cool because i feel like they don't do that a lot with the serial killers in these storylines they always either get away or they have this like fantastical like thing but to see um the rage that comes and the vengeance that came with um how they came for him every single night was a little satisfying, I would say. Yeah, it really was. I think just for a, a huge character like Ramirez, it's like how are our question the entire time was like, how are they going to end his story? Why are we right. watching his story? Um, so, but I think they ended it in the perfect way. Yeah. So, um, this I also expected to happen. So basically, they're like, we're going to have to be on night watch all the time. So sure enough, the same night that Bobby is at Redwood talking to Montana and Trevor, this is when Ramirez. Um, is able to escape like in the exact right. same moment. Um, maybe he had like that extra satanic so powers. Yeah, so like he gets out of his like ba- binds, like uh, he gets outside of his like uh, whatever the rope that they're they've wrapped him in, and he attacks the chef and Chet, and then they lose him basically. So he goes right after Bobby, and Montana has to protect him, and all the ghosts are like coming together to stop him as he's coming after Bobby and then right at the very end Montana's like go to Red Meadows Asylum and you're gonna get the answers you need ask for the director you'll be fine and um this is when we find out that Donna is now the head director of Red Meadows Asylum which I thought was kind of cool what did you think of where her story oh I as soon as he said like go to the asylum I'm like okay he's gonna see her there right and he's probably gonna get like more answers 
So, so you kind of expected yeah, it to happen. Yeah, because like, I, okay. like I can't imagine getting through the finale and like not seeing those two real characters that are actually still alive, you know? Right. Um, did you at any point in time think that Donna wasn't going to make it out alive? No. Or did you always expect I her always to be expected- final girl? You know, when you made that comment last week and how she was like, you know, people that look like me are never the final girls. Yeah. I was like, she's definitely going to be the final girl. Like, it's going <laughs> to no, be either be her better. or Brooke, like together. It won't just be Brooke, but right. it'll be either like the both of them or it's going to be Donna. Yeah. So Donna tells the rest of the story. So he gets a little bit more information. And um, this is when, uh, you know, all the ghosts are going after Margaret. Margaret holds herself up in a, in a cabin. But Donna is already in there. She tries to attack her. Margaret pushes her off, beats her up. And then that's when Brooke jumps in and tries to attack her as well. uh, Somehow, for whatever reason. And it's funny because, you know, Donna even says it. She was like, Margaret isn't some, like, simple uh, chick. Like, she's going to be this, like, super-powered villain. So we should come prepared. And these bitches did not come prepared. Like, there was... (laughs) Like, she had a knife, and this one had, like, a nothing. Like, Brooke had nothing on her to actually kill Margaret. You'd think that they would have at least had guns to be like, bitch, I hate you. Yeah. But they... So, in the fight, in the tussle, Brooke um, Brooke stabs Margaret, but then she gets shot in return. And that's when uh, she kind of, like, quote-unquote dies. Um, and that's when Donna's like, yeah, and that's when she died. I tried to save her, but she was already gone. And then you find out Margaret's fate, which was pretty gruesome, yeah, but that was kind of well deserved. Um, they use like I don't know what you call it. I think it's, it's like, like a, a tr- um, like a wood cutter. Like, oh, wood chipper. Yeah, 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 you're right. So they chop off every single one of her limbs, throw them, and they basically spew out the other side, which is over the line. Which I was like. That wasn't necessary. You guys could have just thrown her. You guys could have just like, done it just over the line. It. Like, move the machine <laughs> to over the line. <laughs> or, like, just toss her in. Just, like, like literally, like, chuck that bitch. Yeah. Like, they have an Olympian. You'd think that they would have been like, I'm an Olympian. I can, like, toss her to the other side. <laughs> um, so, as they're chopping her up, she um, finally gets, like, her head in there. And she was like, I'm already dying. Like... I'm going to come back to life. And they're like, fuck you. You're still alive. Then they throw everything into the garbage. Um, and that's how she dies or quote unquote dies. Yeah. And um, that's when it cuts back to Bobby and Bobby's like, well, thank you so much for the checks. And then Donna's like, I didn't even know you existed. So yeah. it was not <laughs> She's me. Like, it wasn't so-, me. <laughs> so then they start to hunt down this mystery person. And I'm assuming they hunt them down by checking like where the check is coming from. Yeah. Like I'm not sure. Because it's like, like your it's like the checking transit number, the banking oh, thing. Like, got it, got it, got it. The branch number. Like you can track it, right? Right, true. <laughs> That's very specific. But, but like, yeah, it was sense. just funny how, like, if she didn't want to be tracked, maybe you don't write a check <laughs> that can be <laughs> yeah. tracked back to you. Yeah. Um. So they finally hunt this person down. They follow them, and it turns out to be none other than our girl Brooke. Gagged. So, gagged, and also happy and surprised. Yeah. The one thing that I was kind of like the most shocked about, and if I would were to like make a joke, WTF moment was you're gonna tell me that Donna looks like she aged 25 years, <laughs> but Brooke out here looking like she's like just woke up the next morning. Like what the fuck? Yeah. 
I was like, it should be the other way around, just like to make it <laughs> actually accurate. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. No, yeah. I didn't mind it because I was just kind of like, what the F? Like, this girl survived again. Like, Taken, she came back from the yeah. dead the first time in jail. And like, now she's still alive, too. Yeah. And that's what I mean. I feel like, you know, if this was Coven, she would be Mallory's character, basically. Like, she is, like, the chosen one. Like, yeah. the way that they really set Brooke's character up is, like, she was touched by something special that has kept her alive all this time, which is crazy. Um, and they never really brought that in. But I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Um, so the first thing that, uh, you know, Brooke has to do is severely apologize to Donna for fucking dipping on her, like fully ghosting her, yeah, literally. literally ghosting um, her. No pun intended. And she, <laughs> no pun intended. And you find out how she got away, which was kind of cute. I really did love this moment where um, she tells the rest of her story and how she got out. So basically, as they're killing Margaret, um, Ray sees Brooke on the floor and he's like, oh no, Brooke, because like they fucked that one time. Um, and he kisses her and that's when she's like, Oh, like she wakes up and I was like, okay, that's kind of weird, <laughs> but sure. Um, and then he bandages her up and then he like sends her on her way and that's how she survives. But I was like, that is pretty tight that she like fully dipped. Yeah, on Donna. I don't she think she even... had to like completely ghost her. Like she could have been like, like she... girl, I'm still alive. Like come through. But she like, does say because like after Donna's like, girl, like you literally ghosted me. Like what the hell? She's like, I did call you every night. I just didn't answer. I, like, like I just I left it say, on I read. I couldn't say anything. It was yeah. a pretty, yeah, it was a pretty weak story. And the thing is, is like, it made me feel sad because, you know, one of the things that I think it was Donna that says it, she says like, I didn't, I just wanted to know that you were like, okay. And I wanted to be with you because we went through this together and you just disappeared. So it was a beautiful yeah, was friendship. Kind of, and it almost made me think like, if there was something more to that, I was like, damn, Donna's like, for some type oh. of way i was like okay like it was so cute but it was like a really powerful moment of but i guess this is what happens when you deal with something so traumatic and you go yeah. through it with someone else like you have this like crazy bond with them because no for one sure. else understands what you guys went through and at the same time i do understand like as as much as i'm like i would never do what brooke did like literally ghost like someone entirely especially donna who saved your life multiple yeah. times um you know i I understand her desire to like move on with her life and thinking that was the only way that she can move on. Um, that being said, she still, she, so it turns out that she's the one that sends the checks to Bobby. I'm like, did you really let go, bitch? If you were sending checks See? to Mr. Jingles' son, like what kind of like release and, like, is that? Did she have a ton of that? money? Like, is that like, I don't get the connection as to like why she's sending money. Yeah, I mean, I guess she knew that he didn't have a dad anymore, and um, she was just going to be like, okay, I'm going to make sure that he's okay, and she does say that she's, like, married to a dermatologist or something, yeah. so he's, like, kicking in money. Um, so that's kind of that whole storyline, but this is when Bobby decides that he really does want to go back. He's like, I still need to find my dad, like, I came all this way, I really need to, like, see him, I Felt, felt him there when we were there. I just need to do this. And I'm glad it ended the way that it did because I was like, if he fucking dies going back to find his dad, I'm going to be so pissed. Yeah. But instead, we get this amazing moment where uh, first it starts off with Margaret and she's still alive. And she explains that like she died just before the like, you know, just before they tossed her body across the 
line. Um, and she doesn't show herself to the rest of the ghosts because she's been waiting for Bobby specifically to get that, you know, that kill. to get that revenge yeah. and to get that kill. And um, right before she tries to kill Bobby, that's when Jingle shows himself. And he's like, you always wanted to take away everything from me, you fucking bitch. Yeah. And um, she kill he kills her. And then he has one of the most amazing moments with her, his son and you know like even though bobby doesn't know his father doesn't know who he is but has heard all these stories he just like embraces him so wholeheartedly and i was like really getting all the feels i was like this is such a beautiful moment um what did you think of how that all kind of went oh i think it was beautiful like i really want to go back and rewatch those scenes yeah because what was said was really beautiful um, I, I started to cry. Like, I fully cried. Yeah. I just, I never expected the season to go in this, this way and, and this emotional yeah. and like this much about him being a father and like having a son right. and like, you know, what he sees for his son in the future. Like, I never thought it was going to go that way <laughs> ever. All of the things, you know, that and you like have even seeing Lily season. Rabe at the end and being like, oh my God, you look like him, but you're like my yeah. grandson. And like she protected him. Like it was like this familial bomb that I never thought was going to yeah. be shown in HS 1984. It but was I was so like, beautiful. all right, I'll take it. Yeah. So getting to the very end of it, Margaret comes back to life right away. She tries to attack Jingles. She tries to kill Bobby. Um, she runs after um, him and um, Lily Rabe's ghost character she stops her and she was like get out of here and um she goes straight to bobby and she was like you look like my bobby if he was able to you know grow up all the way and um she's like you're so handsome and i don't even think he even knows who she is like she's like (laughs) there's no context i think after he gets it like when they see when they watch him like leave camp like i think he gets it there but yeah. I think he was just amazing. Amazing, like Lily Rabe is an angel. Like she literally looks like an angel. Yeah, so she truly is an angel. Just yeah. to see her and being like, "Don't touch him." Like he's pure innocent. Like he, you know, doesn't deserve to be here and doesn't deserve to be killed. Whatever. So, right. And yeah, I thought it was just a beautiful way to end off the entire show. So Montana says, like, she has such a beautiful line at the very end where she says, um, "Don't." you know, leave here, never come back, but, like, never forget us. And I was like, oh, this is so cute. And so he does leave, and um, that final shot that you get is of him turning around and the Camp Redwood sign, like, where the border is, um, his family standing there. So it's Jingles and Bobby and, you know, their mom. And it's just, like, this beautiful moment. The music yeah. is playing. And I'm just, like, oh, just thinking about it. And the it music's, really like, literally, me... like, I don't know what song it is. I'm sure you guys will know. Because it d- yeah. definitely sounded like a famous song. But it was, like, don't forget yeah. us. Like, always remember. I was, like, oh, my God, yeah. I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was but so But it really was, well like, done. and you're saying goodbye to, like, a time. Like, you're saying goodbye to the 80s. You're saying goodbye to, like, that part of existence, you know? Yeah, it really was a beautiful moment. Yeah, I loved it. So happy. And yeah, I think that even though the, you know, the beginning of the season kind of was all over the place, the way that it ended kind of made up for it, in my opinion. Um, For sure. Let's get into our final recap roundups of the season. Recap roundups. Best Best moment. moment. My best moment. Oh, my God. This was like super hard. 
Um, yeah. Best moment, like definitely, I was definitely raging out when like everyone was killing Margaret. Like I was like, yeah, so lit. I was like, yes, this is what we've been waiting for. Um, yeah. It would have been funny if like throughout the season they like they like all talked about the wood chipper or like it was some sort of like it was a part yeah. of the story and like that's how it ended up killing her. Um, right. Something just to tie in like the whole season, you know, together. Um, but it was For still sure. really cool seeing like everyone go in on her. Um, and then I think I also had to choose, you know, Brooke and Donna re- reuniting at the end and having such a cute little like moment and like being like we're girls yeah. forever, like we're the two final girls. It was very. I cute. loved it. Very cute. Um, I have a couple of fi- um, best moments as well, but both of them are involving Jingles and Bobby. The first one is like when he sees him for the first time, and then he gives him like that big ass hug, and I was like, yeah. and even Bobby or not Bobby, but Jingle says. Like, why do you love me so much? You don't even know me. And he was like, but I do know you. And I was like, okay, you know him. I was like, it's okay. (laughs) Um, And of course, that final moment was beautiful. The music plays at the perfect time. And seeing that final shot of the family, it was just like such a beautiful way to end the show. WTF moment. moment. Um, WTF moment. I think uh, Brooke being saved again. For sure, I was like shocked. I was like, "There's no way this girl like survived again." Yeah. Um, and then just seeing how it all kind of went down totally made sense, and it was super cute. And I guess that's just her destiny. Like her destiny was that she wasn't gonna die there. She wasn't gonna, yeah, you know, be stuck yeah. at Camp Redwood. Like that's true. Um, my WTF moment is gonna go to. I'm gonna give it to Ramirez being killed millions of times over for the rest of his life um i thought that was kind of funny and interesting um and it kind of gives them a purpose like that's another thing too like when you're a ghost and you live forever in this purgatory like you don't you lack a purpose because there's nothing to do day to day it's like the same effing life but the fact that they all had had a job to like wake up at a certain time like they had like shift work and like they had to go and like watch his ass every time they killed him like it was such an interesting turn of events for all of them like and it was so cute to like wrap them all into yeah. that story and they all come together yeah. like everybody from every single like decade and generation they're like well let's come together yeah. and kill this motherfucker so that was cute yeah for sure mvp mvp is gonna go to ray whoa because you know, he saved the final girl like he really came through he was Damn. mia for like half the effing season um mm-hmm. but i did i did it was really cute i did love how he uh, brought her over the line and like basically saved her life so and he does say like she does say such a cute thing he, she says like you don't deserve to yeah. be here like I, I wish it was different and I was like oh it you would have had little cute little mixed babies yeah, if, you, for sure. if you didn't die here um, my MVP is gonna go to it's gotta be both of the final girls I can't say yeah. one or the other Donna killed it literally Brooke I mean she's Brooke like how, how could you not give yeah. it to her too so definitely both the mvps of the show i think too like i think the entire season was definitely carried on their sisterhood especially the half uh you know the second half of the season um so but outside of jingles story i think donna and brooke's story was truly great to watch yeah and i do have to say this was probably my favorite emma roberts season like aside from coven aside from coven agreed she just played such a different character and i loved seeing her acting in this season i think so too i think it really like was different for her and it really was enjoyable to watch she was a great character yeah lvp 
LVP, you know what? I'm gonna give it to Ramirez because I still don't understand. Oh, yeah. I didn't understand the significance of using a real world killer mass murder like in this show. I still didn't get right. it. Like I don't get why they had to use his real name. Like, why was he a real person? Why was he like the son of like the devil, like coming back to life and like right. going to Alaska? Like, like I didn't get all of that. <laughs> and even at the end, it didn't really make sense to me. Yeah, it was fun seeing him like die and like how they like have to kill him multiple times. But like, I don't know. I still feel like that was like meh for me. I hear you. But I think that uh, to in that same vein of like, why did they have to choose a real person? Um, goes back to like my LVP, which is Bruce, who's not a real person. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> and I could give a fuck about. But that you know guy. what though? Like, Do you like it's because they introduced Bruce all the way at the end, and like he was so insignificant. That, like if they had yeah. built him up like they did with Ramirez, like maybe you would have been like, okay, maybe. like I'm down to see where this guy's. But he's like all the way at the end. It was like episode freaking seven that he comes in to yeah. play, <laughs> and we're like, we have enough killers as it is. Like we don't need one more. Exactly. And then the way he died was like, okay, so you're basically pointless. Yeah. Um, Like, I wonder if they, like, wanted him to be in there longer, but then Dylan McDormand is like, I'm busy. Maybe. But I still want to be a part of the show, so they just, like, added him in. I don't know. It just definitely felt like a production, like, random thing to add in. Recap roundups. Um, My best line is going to go to Donna when she's talking to Brooke just about, like, why... Brooke ghosted her and Donna was like I'm yeah. not mad at you for having a good life I just wish I could have been a part of it and like when? it was so sad cause like like she's so happy that her friend did continue to have a good life but she's like girl like you could have like included me on it too like why did yeah. you cut me out but it's true. you know people just deal with that those things differently and like maybe it was just too close of a reminder to like what happened and like I don't know, yeah. you know it's just hard I have a couple best lines so bear with me guys the first one is with Montana and Bobby when she finds out about the cell phone and she says something else must have gotten their attention now I know what and she's talking about the fact that people stopped coming to Redwood and it was I feel like it was a great very simple sentence to talk about how we're so distracted in our own lives and we get so caught up in our phones and our social media and all that other shit that we don't care about like experiencing things like out there in the real world um it was definitely not like get off your phones guys but uh, which is really cheesy like they did it in a really cool way where they're like 2019 is so different from t- 1980 for so many reasons including the fact that we're like so tech savvy now and so like internalized versus like checking out the rest of the world um another thing that um bobby says to montana when he realizes is he says all this time all these years you've been saving my life and i was like that is so sweet because he does realize that these ghosts are basically protecting him him and saving him every single day to make sure that ramirez never left so i thought that was really sweet and then finally i'm giving it to montana where she says get out of here and never come back but don't forget us and i was like I won't forget you, Montana. Yeah, it was cute. Like, it was so cute. beautiful. Very well done. Very happy that the way the, the season ended. Yeah, I would love to hear what you guys thought about how this season ended as well. Um, so make sure you guys are commenting in the video below. 
Um, so final announcements uh, for this podcast. We have our contest going on right now. If you leave us a review at Recap Rewind on iTunes, you're going to enter, enter into this contest for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and a pop socket. So to enter, all you need to do is rate and comment on our iTunes page and you'll be entered in a draw. The contest ends on December 11th, where we will be drawing one lucky winner. You won't be able to hear it on this podcast, uh, the lucky winner, but um, we will definitely announce yeah, it Twitter, on our Riverdale Instagram, podcast. On our socials, too. Yes. And on our socials. So make sure you guys are following us and subscribing to us. So you, if you have entered or want to enter, you can still do it and find out if you want. I'd also like to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode. We have our Rewinder Squad, White and Nicole, and our Lit Rewinders, Tina Ann, Sarge, Serena, Soleil, Kate, and Jessica, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamala, and Grace. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind if you're joining, you'll get access to all things Recap Rewind, exclusive contests, content, and updates. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, as we mentioned, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. You can also find us on all types of podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Again, like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks so much for listening to this season. We really season appreciate finale. it. Thank That's you for it. all of your comments as we went through it. It's been a ride. We hope we entertained Thanks. you all and yes. stayed up on our AHS facts. Okay. Yes. Hopefully kept it was good. <laughs> yeah. Kept us in line. I can't believe how fast the season ended. It felt really quick. Yeah. Short season. Yeah. All but, right, guys. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.